Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy speculation and advice. Now, along with the guys from Fanball.com, here's the host for Fantasy Football Weekly, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian, as just mentioned. Hmm. My co-host today is Scott Fish. Hello, Scott. Hello, how's it going? Great, thank you. It's it's kind of weird because we haven't really... This feels like the first real off-season show. Super Bowl's over. Yeah. You know, we Up to this point, we've really been doing just sort of shortened versions of the regular season mm-hmm. show, breaking down all the playoff games. Sure. This Fantasy Football Weekly is truly in off-season mode. I asked Twitter... What should we talk about? And <laughs> I got I got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people want to talk. A lot of people in Dynasty Leagues and Empire Leagues, and they are really interested in the offseason values of players that are moving around um, and trying to find, unearth some, some nuggets of players that will have better value next year that you sure. can already identify this year. I want to start at the running back position for the purpose of this podcast. Sounds good. And... Let's begin by looking at players we think are going to potentially change scenery, either because they're free agents or because we think their team's just going to cut them. Like All David right. Johnson. Like David Johnson. So let's, uh, well, we can even start with David Johnson if you want to. David Johnson's got a $14 million contract, and he looked brutal last year. Yeah. Demoted most of the season at really running back two level, sometimes running back three level. Mm-hmm. And Arizona is going to move on from him. Media reports say he'll be cut. I'm sure that's not true. There's no trading. You can't right. trade David Johnson. You can't trade a running back right now. And no. <laughs> at a $15 million year contract, especially. Uh, unless you're Miami and you decide you just don't like Kenyon Drake in the middle of the season. Yeah, then was, you can trade him. Oh, well, yeah. That's another free agent, right? And he could be right. back in Miami. Right. Maybe they just get the pick. They bring back Kenyon Drake, <laughs> oh, and they got crazy. the pick for him, which would be brilliant. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Arizona for just a little bit longer here for David Johnson. So we mentioned David Johnson; he's going to be gone. Kenyon Drake, free agent. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to resign Kenyon yep. Drake. Yep, me too. And as far as David Johnson, I threw a poll on Twitter. Do you think he finds a starting job, or is he a third down back somewhere? Fifty-one mm-hmm. percent of the uh, twelve hundred votes. Uh, 
say he will find a starting job, which shocks the don't, crap out of me. I don't believe that that's true. He's going to have to go, and he might do it. He'll have to go through a major mm-hmm. change in body shape. Yeah. I mean, he clearly let himself go. Yeah, he's too big. He's too big. That's not his playing weight. What's what's his ideal spot pounds. for you? Is it Kansas City? They could use him. Is it back with Bruce Arians? Well, it depends. You got to tell Bucks? me which version of him I'm getting. If I am getting the lean, nimble version from his I don't rookie th- year, <laughs> I don't think you're getting that 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 early career David Johnson mm-hmm. back. He's and this is going to surprise people. He's 28 years old. That's. What was his la- his last good year? Was what like 2016? I think it's 2016. That's going a long way back. Yeah, I don't think he, I do not believe that David Johnson, based on what we know right now, in February, I don't believe he's going to be a meaningful fantasy contributor on a regular basis ever again. He will find himself in a position this year where he's going to battle to be a third down pass catching yep. style back. Mm-hmm. That might be it for him. Nobody's going to bring him in and give him the starting job. No. You know what might be a weirdly good fit for him? Hmm. With uh, the loss of McKinnon and Breda. Well, maybe San Francisco. Could be. Big pass catching back. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you know, then he would well, also the fantasy value would be super limited because they rotate their backs yeah. to such a great degree. You never know what you're going to get. I'm more interested in Kenyon Drake. Let's mm-hmm. spend a, mo- a minute on him. I think him. he's staying. If he stays in Arizona, where does Kenyon Drake, who finished, by the way, he finished his running back 15, you want, despite you playing want, a third of his season in Miami. You want better than that? Well, yes. After, please, give af- me better than after that. After he got there, mm-hmm. from that point to the end of the season, RB4. Four. Holy cow. Running back four, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. So let's just hypothesize Kenyon mm-hmm. Drake stays in Arizona. Where do you believe you will have him ranked next year? Probably top 12. Top 12. Yeah. At, so at roughly 12. Yeah, probably at the back end of the top 12. Yeah. Um, it's hard not to unless they bring in more help. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, uh, you know, uh, I'm struggling on the backup there. Uh, Chase. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. It, Chase Edmonds is going to be back. He should yep. be healthy. He will be back. But Chase Edmonds, he had that one blow-up game with the three yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. But other than that, he was relegated to the bench all year, really. Yeah. I don't think, and I don't think he's a special player. I think you're about right. I think Kenyon Drake, to me, is going to be in that 12, 13, 14 range. I, I'm listening to that. Okay, let's let's move along to some other players. Derek Henry, the most mm. notable of the free agent running backs. <laughs> yeah. You're a free agent. Could go anywhere. Yep. What's it? By the way, finished his running back three in PPR running back three, mm-hmm. uh, non PPR running back one, I assume. Talk to me about where Derek Henry, where, how you feel about Derek Henry with Tennessee. We think we know what we can get, but more specifically, if he goes somewhere else. Yeah. If he goes somewhere else, you got two things working. A, are they going to, put the entire offense around him like Tennessee did mm-hmm. B uh, the, and you would think maybe they would kind of like Le'Veon Bell from last year. If you pay someone that much money, you think you're, you're going to get a ton of touches, but also he had over 400 total touches counting the playoffs. That's a lot over 370 is that yeah. we've known in fantasy forever. That's the magic number. Yeah. You go over 370 in a season. Your, your next, next season year is, is in peril. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. either injury or bad. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, I think Derrick Henry, if it wasn't, if he stays in Tennessee, I like him better than going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Cause I think they will, 
I think they'll continue to keep like keep everything running through him. I don't think it, he has any competition there. And that offensive line is pretty dang good. It is very good. I agree that the best scenario for Derrick Henry owners is for him to stay in Tennessee. Let me throw this name. And there are a bunch of teams that have running back need. I've identified one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten teams that I think are buyers on running backs. Ten. I put 11. Okay, so, all right. So we're in the same I ballpark. Bet, I bet they're the same ten. And but then... here's an interesting one for you. Pittsburgh Steelers. See, that's the one I didn't have. So. <laughs> there you go. All right, there you go. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers as a, potential, oh, as a potential landing spot for Derrick Henry gets pretty interesting to me. Yes. That's a team that traditionally likes to have a workhorse mm-hmm. back. Yep. Ben Roethlisberger comes back, yep. takes tons of heat off that pass, off the rushing game, and um, and it's still a good offensive line. Yep. We know when James Conner in those brief moments of health, James Conner was an effective back. Hell, Benny Snell had a hundred yard game. Yeah. So I mean, that's the spot where that's a good spot. And if you know what, running backs are going to be cheap. It's going to be a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe that maybe that could come through. Other landing spots for Derrick Henry, I'm a lot less interested in. If he goes to Miami, Ugh. the Jets, or the Bears, or the Bucks, or the Redskins, I just don't know if those teams can block for him. I had most of those on my list as well, and I yeah. agree with you. The Steelers are a pri- the Steelers and Bucks are really the prime landing spots for any running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Derrick Henry, uh, he he's in the pass catcher that they love all their running backs, though. Do you think they? mold their offense towards a two running back system then if if Henry's there or that's tough. Henry's just not that guy. I know he's I mean, not. What we all know is you know where Henry is devastating is in his 27th yep. carry of the game. I will say the amount of screens he's taken to the house late in games they, uh, they should counts. think about it throwing a few. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, let's move on. Melvin Gordon is going to be afraid we knew this was coming for you know months and months. I don't believe he will be back no. with the Chargers. No. Austin Eckler will get a bunch of work. Yep. And Justin Jackson. Yep. Uh, it's, that's the sneaky angle for yep. Dynasty and Empire players. On my mind, I don't believe I don't believe Eckler or they want I don't think they want Eckler to be a workhorse back. A guy. No. I think that won't be exactly what he has been. And Jackson's going to get the rest. Yeah, he's a pretty good back, and he's he's been good in his in his limited uh, mm-hmm. times, and yep. and weirdly with uh, with both of them out, I believe Justin Jackson didn't really do much, so it it feels like that they feel like he's a not a workhorse as well. So I don't think he has a threat to overtake Eckler either. Fresh legs, mm-hmm. Justin Jackson. Yeah, I think that's to me that's a fascinating angle. Where do you think Melvin does Melvin Gordon going to any of these other kinds of teams interest you much? Uh, the Miamis or the he, Jets or the you know, Redskins. He interests me in the amount Detroit. that he's going to get starter money from a place, which makes him a starter for one of the mm-hmm. 10 to 11, apparently, teams yeah. that need a running back. Uh, the draft class is really good, too. I don't think it is. I that don't hurts. Think yeah. That I, hurts. He's not going to get the money he wants, mm. but he's going to get. He's going to be a top whatever depth, depth chart he goes to. I think he uh, he ended the season uh, RB fifteen or so from the time he played. You yeah. know because he missed the first four weeks. Right, right. With the time he played on, I believe he was RB fifteen. That's probably where he's going to be next year, wherever he lands. I, I'm going to have him outside my top twelve. All right, that sounds about right. Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell Ugh. as somebody that. Um, by the way, you know, a disappointing season for mm-hmm. sure. Somebody that went in the end of the first round in many drafts. Uh, at the end of last season, right after week 17, 
Jets general manager Joe Douglas said that the team would listen to offers for Bell. Mm-hmm. There won't be any offers for Bell yeah. because he's making $15 million he's a year. Back. Yeah. You know, he'd had the holdout and he found one team dumb enough to give him the big yep. contract. Um, and that was that was the Jets. They end up firing their general manager. Adam Gase takes control for a while. Now they got Joe Douglas. There's I don't think there's gonna be any offers for Bell. The question is if are they gonna cut him out right? By the way, this fits in right with what Adam Gase said. What was it yesterday or the day before? The, within the last week, anyway, maybe three four days ago, uh, that they asked about Le'Veon Bell, and he's like, I don't know, he's under contract for three more years. Ask Joe about it. Wow. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah, wiping his hands of that whole situation. Yeah. Gase. They have nobody else on. They have nobody else there. Yeah, they have Ty the Montgomery thing. and Bilal Powell. Those guys don't count. So, you know, I, I think the Jets are a huge candidate. I don't think they go free agency on a running back again. They just got bid on that. That team's going to go running back in the first two rounds. The Jets will, I mm-hmm. believe, uh, maybe th- top three rounds, and try to get help in the draft at the running back position. And Le'Veon Bell's. I think he's. I think they're going to cut him. They're going to. They'll be someplace else. I don't know that it'll be effective someplace else. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't I don't have much faith in Le'Veon Bell at this point. He he doesn't look as good as he used to be. I think he needed that Pittsburgh offense and that line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, clearly the Jets couldn't get anything going with him. All right, let's go to Todd Gurley. $17 million he'll cost the, the Rams this year. They're not paying that. And they're completely cash strapped because of what they Isn't give the their cap quarterback. Hit on him like twenty two million or something. Twenty five and a half million yeah. of dead money if they cut him, so they can't cut him. Right. So he's actually got some leverage here. Um, a trade would be all but impossible because nobody wants to pick up that salary. And by the way, do it. He's due a seven and a half million dollar roster bonus in March. Most teams wouldn't pay him seven and a half million dollars for the year for Todd Gurley. Mm. One way or another, you get the feeling something's got to change with Todd Gurley. Restructuring something. Yeah. I I I can also see them just going with it for one year. Like I I don't know that they'd want they, I don't think they'd want to restructure with him. Like do you think he'd want to restructure because well, he, won't, if he, he won't restru- want to if he restructures, he's gonna want the he'll money. Be cut the next year if he restructures. Maybe. Yeah. Um, right now it's, um, the, I, I, I think, feel like they're stuck for a year is, is the way I feel. And I, th- might I think they want to trade him, but they won't be able to. Could be, uh, when we come back, I want to talk about Daryl Henderson, hmm. mm. Malcolm Brown. Are mm. those potential guys for a bigger season? If Todd Gurley isn't a Ram or perhaps there's a change of some kind. We'll talk about that in a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. 
But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Scott Fish with you. We were just talking about Todd Gurley and the prospects of him potentially leaving the Rams, although tough to trade and tough to cut, so maybe not. Mm. Um, they might just have to live with the, the crappy deal they gave him. Uh, and if, for some reason, he's gone one way or another, what do you think about Daryl Henderson? What do you think about Malcolm Brown? I think if they are, if that's the duo, I think that Malcolm Brown is the beat between the twenties guy uh, and the the goal line guy, and Daryl Henderson is the pass catching Kamara to mm-hmm. Ingram, the like first season Kamara to yeah. Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daryl Henderson's been explosive at times, but he's also seemed like he can't, you know, a carry a load. Yeah. So, or did they it, just not ask him to because it, they had so many options and they wanted to keep the young kid fresh? That's that's very not, possible not as well. Miles on. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you have a, a Todd Gurley and a Daryl Henderson and a Malcolm Brown who can pound at the goal line. Right. And so. Yeah, I, I want, we've seen both so, of them need Gurley to be gone. They do. They be, both need Gurley to be gone. If they're going to be something. If you're a Dynasty or Empire League owner right now, are you trading for Daryl Henderson, banking on this being a, the low moment, the nadir of his, of his career right now? Henderson was, what is second round draft pick last mm-hmm. year? Is this the low point? Uh, is this your, your, your buy low moment right it's now? It's got to be. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I don't think. I think he's going to be better in his next year. He's mm-hmm. going to. He's going to flash more. And if he doesn't, it's probably never going to happen for Daryl Henderson. Yeah, second that, year. That we see it. There are a lot of cases. We talk about this from time to time on our, our on the show. With running back Scott, it's a two year window. Mm-hmm. If you don't show it within two years, you almost always, not every time, but almost always, you ain't got it. It usually shows up in year one or year two for running backs. And sometimes even guys who look dreadful in year one will come back in year two and look like a different guy. Uh, Devonta Freeman is an example of that who was just brutal his first year. And then in year two, looked great. Ended up powering fantasy, fantasy championships. Um, and so it's a two-year window. You don't have to risk a lot for Daryl Henderson. There's something here. Yeah. And, and Todd Gurley might not be good anymore. This it's, is really a guy that was a, like top 10 round pick with all the hype last year and all yeah. the Todd Gurley news. And yeah, this is your low point. This is the, I think this is the time to buy Daryl Henderson. I think it be, even if Gurley's there, even if Brown is there, second year Daryl Henderson might just be the most talented back they have. Everybody just assumes because Todd Gurley's there, he's automatically the most talented back. Mm-hmm. But what if Todd Gurley 
at the age and the where that he's at now just isn't as good as Daryl Henderson. It's, it's, it's possible. I, it feels like at the end of the season, though, Todd Gurley did look a little bit more like his old self, maybe just because load management. Mm-hmm. Very possible. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's touch on a couple more unrestricted free agents or guys we think that we're going to move at the running back position specifically, and we'll break down other positions uh, in future shows as well. I mentioned Devonta Freeman. He's got a $9.5 million salary this year, and there's no chance Falcons are paying that based on the production he gave them last year at 3.6 yeah. yards per carry and just the two rushing touchdowns often dinged up. They don't have a lot of good answers on on roster. Brian Hill's no good. Ito Smith's a one-trick pony. Kadri Allison, ah. they That's a team that's they, they need help at running back, and I just I don't think Devontae Freeman's the answer, and I think he's going to get cut. Yep. I can. What's the dead? Do you know the Ted cap money on? Don't him? know the dead cap in front of me. Ah, oh, yeah. It. I. This is. I think you put this out that we were going to talk about this, and it was just like gross. I don't even want to talk about Devonta Freeman, but uh, he is going to leave a, a giant gap that be, mm-hmm. becomes a landing spot for one of those other running backs. I don't think there's another team that would want him as much as the Falcons. Like, and I don't think the Falcons even want him. No, like I think we're nearing the end. The best case scenario for Devonta Freeman is a Carlos Hyde type situation Mm. where a starting running back goes down shortly before the start of the season, like Lamar Miller did. And he can just go walk over to some other team, be a veteran guy who won't screw everything up. And that's, I think that's your, your best case scenario for Devonta Freeman in 2020 is something like that. And that's not probable. He's signed through 2023, too. That's Ew, just a bad, that's a bad contract. Man, you just... It's just... It's sad for running backs in, in, in as much as they're multimillionaires, many of them who are starters. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the reality of the position is it's... You've got no leverage. You, your position wears down quickly. Teams move on. You don't get paid as much. Mm-hmm. This is the reality of it. Dead money, $6 million if they cut him. Uh, I think they're going to cut. It's a, it's a lot, but it's it's you know, less than the nine point five they're going to pay him in salary, and and also the salary cap goes up every year. That's mm-hmm. kind of absorbed into that if they do. Do you think Leonard Fournette has any chance of moving? Uh, he's got a almost nine million dollars salary. No, I I think I actually think they really like him there. Yeah, I do too. I I think they want to get him involved in everything there, and once it, it didn't really turn into wins. For that team, though, no, it like, didn't, and they used him copiously. <laughs> yeah, they, you know how many targets he had. One hundred. Uh, I, I know he did. He was the leading targets. leading target getter for yeah. them, but a hundred targets. Crazy, and he never got hurt. You know, remember at this time last year, the whole narrative on Leonard Fournette was, "Oh, you can never trust how him." Many games and he, he and he, miss. Yeah, how many? How many plays is he going to make it through? Yep. He ended up. He ended up being just fine. But it turned into nothing. It turned into Win-wise. nothing. It didn't right. make, yeah. I've got one more team I want to shoot at you. Do Houston it. Texans. So they've Lamar Miller is is an unrestricted oh. free agent. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde's an unrestricted free agent. Duke Johnson, mm-hmm. still under contract for a couple more years, and he's right now your only re- meaningful returning veteran to a good offense. What do you think about Duke Johnson? Is it an automatic that they're going to bring somebody in yep. to supplant him just like they did with Carlos Hyde? They traded, a th- what, a third-round pick for him? And I they so. barely used him all year, even Crazy, when they were right? down to Carlos Hyde. Yeah. I, th- I think running back one for the Houston Texans next year is TBD, and okay. running back two is TBD. 
Mm-hmm. And Duke Johnson gets 10 snaps. Oh, he's <laughs> running. You don't think he's running back too? Duke Johnson's <laughs> running back too in Houston. They did pay a third rounder for him, but they, they did. didn't use him. So I was like, well, it's not like no. they didn't use him at all. They just didn't use him as much as we would have used him. I don't think he's going to be fantasy relevant enough for us. I would, I would rank him best case scenario in the forties probably right now. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah. Uh, even, even though they don't have anybody else right now. Right. You know, they'll drum somebody up one way or another. Yeah. Um, I would sell Duke Johnson in your dynasty league right now on the premise that uh, yeah, so Carlos Hyde and Lamar Miller are gone. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, Jordan Howard's leaving. I forgot about this one. Jordan Howard's leaving. Miles Sanders is looking like he's gonna. You watch. Miles Sanders is gonna be ranked. Because I don't think they're gonna bring back Jordan Howard. Nope. Um, Miles Sanders is gonna be ranked top six next year. It's ironic you said six because from week eight on, he was RB6. How about that? Yep. M- mainly due to a ton of receiving. A ton of receiving. But he's got it. And that's, that's that a counts. Bi- that's a that big counts. deal in fantasy Absolutely. football. Yes. Absolutely. You know, even yep. when Boston Scott at the end of the year was stealing all those receptions, Miles Sanders was yep. still good. And, it, and at Radio Row, Miles Sanders is talking about how you should draft him in fantasy because he's going to get the ball a ton next year. He's going to be that workhorse and he can catch the ball. Talked about that stuff. I, I'm buying it on him. I am too. It's Miles Sanders' season. I think it is a Miles Sanders kind of season. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Scott, mm-hmm. nice job breaking down unrestricted free agents and speculation on where they might go and value. And yeah, I don't, I wanted to really walk out of here with like, man, there's going to be all, we're going to unearth all these guys. There are going to be tons of value for, for Dynasty and Empire and mm-hmm. best ball players who make moves now. Daryl Henderson might be it. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Yeah, yes, Justin Jackson. There's That's the guy. That is the guy. That is the guy. Way off people's radar right now. Uh, but that's uh, that guy's going to be very, very interesting next year. Uh, all right. Thanks, Scott. Great job uh, for listeners. Appreciate you uh, tuning in. We'll be back next week. Another, I, I don't know for sure next week if we're going to just break down another position like this or if we're going to do different stuff throughout the offseason. We're still learning as we go here. We're going to talk about how Hunter Henry is definitely going to the Patriots. (laughs) It's already set in stone, right? It's a done deal. (laughs) Um, And Tom Brady's going to go to the Chargers. And that'll be, maybe it'll be like that. I don't know. know. Um, But we'll uh, we'll talk to you in a week, everybody. Bye-bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.